And a corn dog. You got a corn dog. There's a corn dog in here. There is no corn dog. I gave away. I'm sorry. There's oh. a corn dog. In your butt? That dog is corny. <laughs> Welcome to a Couple of Critics Podcast. I'm Michelle. <laughs> I'm Sam. <laughs> yep, I'm Sam. Hi. And this is Couple of Critics Podcast. Welcome. And uh, we are here. It's another day, another week, another episode. And what we do is we review music that we give each other. And usually it's pretty different. So we have opinions and things to talk about. You know it, girl. Ooh, buddy. Ooh, hey, buddy. What are you doing on a corner of the street right there? I'm selling corn dogs. I'm eating corn dogs. I'm selling corn dogs. I'm eating corn dogs. In the air. I had to do a rhyme. I couldn't take the no rhyming. Rhyme timing for rhyming. Rhyme timing for rhyming. Yeah. Rhyme. It's a rhyme time for rhyme. Rhyme time for rhyme. Rhyme time for rhyme. I'm just grooving. Nobody can see, but I'm bobbing my head. Everyone assumes that you're not enjoying this because everyone's probably not enjoying this. (laughs) That's a good thought. So probably pretty solid. It's true. So Sam. So Michello. I don't know where we'll be, but I'm pretty sure this quarantine is going to be in place for a while, especially by the time this comes out. I think it'll still be a thing. Yeah, but personally for me, I'm barely quarantined. The only thing that's different for me is I can't go eat at a restaurant. Uh, so, yeah, I was going to say, for me, aside from going out to eat, life is exactly the same. Oh, and just not being able to get things when you go to the grocery store. That's kind of obnoxious. Yeah, but I'm I'm eating at McDonald's just as much as I was eating at McDonald's before, so I'm good to go. It's because you don't think about things that we need around the house. I don't need things around the house. I'll just go to McDonald's. I'm not talking about food. I'll steal napkins from McDonald's. I'll be like, hey, well, you can't throw some extra napkins those. in there. You're right. Oh, my God. I didn't think about that. And I would have stolen toilet paper from work. They're also not soft. Not even close. I prefer it rough like sandpaper. It gets the extra layers off. Well, you also do have a furry butthole, I assume. I assume, too. I don't really know. I'm, I think I've seen my butthole three times. Well, I mean, not the butthole itself, but the area surrounding. For sure. For sure. My nephew has seen my butthole. He sure one has. One time. <laughs> he sh- one time. He sure has. That was a fun story. God. That's been told on the podcast. It sure right? has. Okay. Yeah. It, it well, has. I'm going to make people go back and listen to an episode I have no fucking clue. I, it, you, your brother was on, I believe. I think it was Bob's okay. first episode. Listen to one of Bob's. It's so probably the Neil Young. That was the Neil Young okay. episode. Okay, well, if you want the Sam's nephew seeing his butthole story, go to the Neil Young podcast. Jesus. He was young, too. Yeah. I mean, he's young <laughs> technically now, but... Yeah, but I... It was too young. It's still too young, but it was way too young then. He let it get out of hand. It was a very confrontational situation and sam's method of retaliation was sending a picture of his butthole <laughs> i didn't know it was him i know but still it's the funniest go back and listen <laughs> i i get so worked up that i get to the point where 
I'm going to send a picture of this person who I don't know who it is at the moment, a picture of my butthole. That's why it's funny that that is your method of retaliation <laughs> of all things that you could do in anger at this person. <laughs> and you're like, I'm going to send this person a picture of my asshole. <laughs> Take this motherfucker. <laughs> it's the fucking, it's the weirdest angle. <sighs> so Sam. Yeah. Nothing is different in our lives. You're still going to work because you are an essential person because you have to make cars look pretty on the outside. I'm what they call essential, which I yelled at the sales crew today. I was like, you guys aren't essential. Nobody needs to buy cars. They do if someone is in a situation and they need a car. I just wanted to yell at the sales department. How did they take it? Uh, Two of them, I'm pretty sure, understand my sense of humor that I'm just yelling for yelling's sake. And two of them, I think, were actually like, man, this guy's a dick. Which they could have all four thought that, but at least the two understand that I'm just that way. Is that your way of just saying that you know two of them and two of them you don't? They all could have thought that you were a dick, but... I did only know two of their names, so yeah. Bingo. I don't know. Eh. Sales crew, it comes in and out. New salesperson almost every month, so... By the way, you win a candle. Huh? You said bingo. 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 When's the last time you played bingo? And was it in an actual bingo hall with old no. people? No. The last time I played bingo was on my phone. It was Garfield Bingo. <laughs> that doesn't count. And I uninstalled it. <laughs> Were you addicted to Garfield Bingo? No, that's why I uninstalled it. <laughs> <sighs> the last time I played, I don't know. Have you ever played bingo in a bingo hall with old people? Uh, yes. Will you get the little stamp? Home interiors. I went with my gunny, and it was a home interiors bingo party. So it was things that old people enjoy, like uh, gaudy pictures and little shelves with little figurines and horrible paintings, framed paintings. Here's um, a picture of a dog on a bank next to an ocean that doesn't exist. The only thing I ever wanted were those candles, baby. Candles, candles, baby. Give me those candles, baby. Because I stink and I need to make the air smell better around me. You know, I just had a thought that you do have things to make the house smell better in place. Like the scent deal over there. Everywhere. I would not have any of that stuff if I lived alone. No, I've trained you that if you poop, you have to turn the scentsy thing on in the bathroom. Yeah, and that works half the time. Maybe. (laughs) Who cares? It's an attempt. You don't want to spray something. No. So it's better than that. That shit steals your lungs, man. (laughs) It's like perfumes and colognes. I can't do it. And things that you work around on a daily basis. Oh, I can handle paint in the air and things that are actually killing me. (laughs) It's equally not good for you. There's people that go back and they're like, oh, God. Oh, I'm like, what? What's going on? They're like, you don't smell that? It's like, oh, well, I've been breathing it for six fucking hours, so I don't notice. There was a day last week when you came home and you smelled terrible and you almost ate your dinner before showering, but it was so powerful. You were like, uh, oh, I think I need to go shower. Gas. Mm-hmm. It was gas. It was intense. So thinking that you smelled that all day. Whew. Can't handle gas. I don't ever deal with fluids like that usually, like oils and transmission fluid and gas. It's not usually what I'm in, you know, knuckle deep in. So that one was 
I warned you. I said, I probably smell like gas. But when you're around Mel, you're definitely knuckle deep in that ass. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you, Mel. He's not listening anyway. So fuck you, Mel, double time. What if he is? He's not. Did he tell you? I don't know. He didn't really tell me, but I'm always... He always chuckles. He'll be over there working on something, and all of a sudden you're just here. (laughs) I'm all like... Well, that's really manly. That's a good representation of Mel. It actually sounds more like this. (laughs) And I'll be like, what are you listening to? And then he says, some fucking other podcast. And I'm like, fuck those people. Listen to me, you son of a bitch. He does all day long. I think that's part of why he doesn't probably listen to things, because he just gets it thrown at him all day and hits him like like when a monkey shits in its hand and throws it at someone. I apologize several times a day. I'm probably annoying you, Mel, because I'm annoying myself. Do you mean it? Or are you just doing nope. it to be cordial? I don't mean it at all. Okay. So speaking of things and stuff, uh, we listened to an album. Yep. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> And I gave you, reluctantly, because I've been nervous to give this album to you. Nervous purvis. I gave you Days Are Gone by Haim. So it's not Haim. No, it is not Haim. It is not Corey Haim. Okay. It's Haim. 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 Haim is a, an American pop rock band. <laughs> Three sisters. They're roughly around our age. The older, oldest one, I believe, is our age. Maybe a year or two older than us. But they're all around our age. All right. They're all in their 30s. Yes. Okay. We have, I assume it's Este, Este, Danielle, and Alana. Okay. I I didn't know any of this. Those are the three sisters. I don't really know much of it either. Um, Who's the bass player? The bass player is Este. 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 It's Este. I have no idea. But they are born and raised in California. They're California girls. Um, apparently, uh, when I was doing a little bit of research about them, two of them were in a girl group that was... They had a song that was... Oh, my God. Um, God, what was it? I can't remember what it was in. It was like a TV. It was the trolls like TV show, I guess. It was like the theme song. And two, the two older ones were in this like girl group, this like super poppy girl group back in the day that I had no idea about. Like girl group, girl group. Yeah. Called the Valley Girls. Oh God. Yeah. It's Valley Girl. (laughs) It's not like that at all. Um, Gag me with a spoon. That's Valley Girl talk. I know. Okay. I was just trying to come up with something in my mind. It went blank. I, I'm not super into that song because that's that's kind of a rough one for me. Yeah, I don't listen to it either. Valley Girl. Sorry, I'm very parched for some reason. I'm just guzzling water tonight. You need like hydration. Crazy. It's very important in life. <clears throat> it truly is. I drink a lot of water and I don't know why it's a problem. But I drink a lot of soda. Apparently, That's I don't... a problem. Who does? Me. Oh, soda. Soda pop. So these are three sisters. Their parents are musical. They were all trained on drums. They all know how to play drums. 
the middle one, I guess, was going to I uh, see and I I <clears throat> I should have brushed up on this before we actually did this. I'll say. <laughs> Fuck off. But uh the middle one, Danielle, actually was had tried out to be the drummer in a band, I believe. And didn't get it. And then the girls and their parents were in a group together. And then the girls decided to break off and do their own thing. They've been, a th- uh, I believe they've been a thing since 2012. And this album came out in 2013. This is their debut album. Days are gone. Would you like to get started? Sure. There are six singles. There are 11 tracks. So half of this album they thought was single worthy. I don't understand singles. Can't you release anything as a single? And it's and you have to be like, oh yeah, it was a single. I could be like, yeah, I released every fucking song on my thing as a single. I don't know how that works and what you're allowed. I don't know what the rules are as far as releasing singles from an album and what you're allowed to do and what they're willing to promote and pay for a video to be made of because they had, do have videos for all of those songs. Gotcha. I, whenever I think single, I think like it was popular of some sort, but it seems like you can just be like, yeah, this is my single. Here's a new single. Here's another single. And then eventually it's every song on the album, which I know there are albums that have done that. Like what? Like uh, my album. I released every song. Oh my as a God. Single. Okay. <laughs> Let's listen to the first track falling. So my introduction to this album in general, I hadn't heard of this group at all, and I was in a super low state for a while, and a friend sent me this album. He mailed it to me from Texas. Well, I don't think he mailed it. I think he had it sent to me. He ordered it on like Amazon or whatever and had it from old Teha delivered to me, and uh, he thought I would like it. He thought it would cheer me up. And it did. Now, I got a question about that. Did he think you would like it because he liked it? Or do you think he had heard things in it that was like, ah, this is Michelle's style? Because to me, this is not your style at all. It's not my style. I think it's the lyrics is why he said that. Which, I mean, he enjoyed it. And I assume enjoys it. I don't know where he stands (laughs) with it now, currently. Um... But I believe that it's the lyrical content. And it it worked. It's very uplifting. I don't know how much you listen to lyrics or know what's being said ever. For some reason, I can can understand people screaming way more than I can understand what people are singing. So some of the lyrics I understood, but a lot of them, I can't figure it out. But if a guy's like, I'll be like, oh yeah, he said blah, 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 blah. Well, one thing they're saying here is that... I got this. Don't stop when you never get up. And I, I like, if it gets rough, it's time to get rough. Like, it's time to just face it. We're going to be tough. We're going to get through this. They're just... They're, the whole thing has, like, an underlying positive theme, I guess, I suppose. And, yeah, it's definitely not the type of music I would normally like. At first, I was kind of weird about it. I was weird about the way the vocals sound and the way that it's extremely 80s sounding. But eventually, it grew on me because 
it was different than anything else that was being put out. But it did appeal to me because it was different and I don't know. And it was positive at the time. Positivity flowing through like electricity. I got a question for you. Do you ever get hints of Michael Jackson in this? Yeah, when okay. they do like that. That and like even some of the music. I've been getting Michael Jackson tinges, which is what I was going to say. Like The only thing I can hear in it that ever... I was like, oh, this makes sense that Michelle would enjoy it. it was very small tinges of Michael Jackson. But yeah, definitely the... Well, and that this was suggested and given to me by someone who... We were huge Michael Jackson fans together. We shared that. So that could have also been something else that drew him to it. And that he thought that I... Yeah, because at first I thought it was weird. I I didn't really like it at first, but I, I gave it a chance. And it was in my CD player for a long time. Sometimes an album you do need... Sometimes an album, like hits you in a way that you're like, well, I don't like it right now, but I think if I listen to it enough, I'm going to end up enjoying it. And a lot of times, at least for me, those become some of my favorite albums mm-hmm. in a weird, weird way. Well, I dislike a lot of movies the first time I watch them, and then I have to watch them a second time to like them. So yeah, sometimes things on the surface, maybe you're just not open enough to it. Maybe I'm not open up enough at the time and then it just kind of eats at my brain and I can't stop thinking about it. I have no idea. Yeah. That's what happened to me with uh, Devo. Remember when we did that Devo episode? I do. I was like, well, I don't really like this at the moment, but I think I'm supposed to like Devo. And then eventually I was like, yeah, I like this Devo album. So it makes it makes sense. Do you think expectations has something to do with that? Like, Yeah. And uh, just being kind of, I'll say it, just being kind of a judgmental person. We're both kind of judging books by their covers sort of people. Me judgmental? That's crazy. Hey, I'd I'm say that's a flaw that we share. Asshole. I don't think it's a flaw. Really? Uh, no. Being judgmental. No. Of I'm judging your, your <laughs> response. Having your mind made up before you even know what the fuck you're talking about. You think that's fair? I think it's helped me out in life many, many times. I used to upset my dad greatly. My sister as well. And we would always just talk about like, this sucks. That sucks. And it would piss him off. And it would offend <laughs> him. And I'd be like, I don't understand how it offends you. Until I got with you. And you would be like, this sucks. I hate stuff like this. And then I'd just be like, oh, it breaks me a little inside. So I understand now. I get it. Hi, Dad. So, um, yeah. So uh, that was, a, would say, a, a strong intro to what you're going to get with their sound. With it being super 80s. And you get the bass in there you get drums are the drums real they do have a drummer i there are a lot of like synth sounds and stuff but then they also all play i don't i what are they bass drums i don't know what drums drums that one video we watched that girl was playing a bass drum well and i do want to play a video for you later as well where they're all playing drums of some sort as well during the podcast uh-huh 
Okay, I was going to say, because after this is recording, I'm done. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, I yeah. wouldn't expect any more. Just being a dick Your face dick. is so red. I'm starting to get hot. Was it hard for you to say that? Are you embarrassed? No. I'm not embarrassed by anything. Especially my mom dancing to thong song on the bus in Washington, D.C. I was not embarrassed by that. At all. <laughs> well, that <clears throat> falling was the first single off of the album. I'm going to go ahead on to track two, which is forever. This was the first single. I don't think any of these drums are real. They might have been played, but I think if they were played, they're electronic drums. And maybe some real cymbals here and there. But the whole time I listened to this album, I was like... It seems to be all synthetic? Synthesized? Synthesized drums. So they did put out an EP before this. And if you see any live videos of them, it is not nearly as polished sounding. Like their vocals are much rougher. And I guess as they have come out with more things, more albums, they've just gotten like cleaner and squeakier because it's gone. So there were a lot of like original fans that were not happy with this when it came out. Original fan? I thought that we were together a year before this came out. But they had an EP before this. Oh, okay. And it wasn't as polished. So when they came out with this, their debut album, it was more polished. And then every album after this, from what I've heard, is more polished. Does it get more poppy too? Like trendier pop? I mean... Yeah, kind of, but I also just, I don't really have that feeling for any of the singles. Like, I think that I got into this because of the situation. Of your emotional state? Of being down and then someone being like, here is music. And I was just, I was also very touched. So I wanted to like, give it a try. And it kind of got, in my head, it's very catchy. It's very uplifting. If you just hear the music, it's, you know, it's very, like, bright and simple and... Major scales. And uh, then when you get to the actual lyrics, it's all just very uh, either positive or just being realistic. So it hit me. It stuck. I think... I don't know if they have a current hit or not. But I was pulling a car out of work today, and I heard singing on the radio, and I was like, huh? Like, I think that's that fucking girl's voice. They do have a song out now. I bet it was that then, because I seriously looked at Mel, and I was like, I think this is that band I'm supposed to be listening to right now. And then I listened more, and I was like, I swear that's that fucking girl's voice. But I didn't look it up, because it wouldn't have worked out. It would have been a fucking search. Your face is so red. I'm getting hot. Take off that sweatshirt. No. I can't see it. Don't worry, Sam. No one's going to see your little pink nipples. Your pretty little pink nips. You can see my man tits. I'm getting too fat. Put on a shirt today. I got to work and took my sweatshirt off and I looked down and I was like, I can see every lump on my body. I don't like this. 
<laughs> this is not a good thing. Well, lately you've been having a second dinner, so that makes sense. What do you mean? An entire full plate of pizza rolls for a snack. I barely ate before that, though. You have you did that the night before too, though, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say it because I'm back on the soda. I'm eating like two honey buns a day. See, and I don't see a lot of the things that you do during the day because you're at work. Yeah. yeah. So I don't, I don't see the sodas that you're drinking oh. and the honey buns that you're eating. Gluttonous. So I don't know about that. So that's why when you're like, oh, I'm so fat, like I'm eating all of this. I'm just like, I mean, aside from you just <clears throat> usually having a, a big snack at night, that's not necessarily unlike you either getting gluttonous but i it could also be that i'm just i don't exercise and i'm getting older so whatever what's that thing called when you're uh, metabolism? metabolism that's probably dying so i probably still have the same eating habits i've had for 34 fucking years but Since now you were it's a just baby? like you're oh still yeah drinking tea as a baby i was no soda right out of the fucking womb Ugh, my God. mom put coca-cola in a milk bottle and i guzzled it did she at least cut it with some milk? No. Just straight, I don't like milk. Just straight cola. Yeah. Burning your little esophagus all the way down. RC cola? Coca-Cola? Pepsi? Fuck Pepsi. You didn't grow up on Pepsi? No. I grew up on RC cola and Pepsi. My mom drank Pepsi and my grandparents on both sides enjoyed RC cola. I think it's because it was cheap as well. I think RC Cola is delicious. Yeah, I don't know. I enjoy RC Cola greatly. I always you know, considered it cheaper. It is. Because uh, it's not like the two main, you yeah. know, it's not Coke or Pepsi. Bubba Cola. You ever had Bubba Cola? Of course I have. Are you kidding? Raised in a house of Bubba Cola and Tubbs Root Beer. Tubbs. And Mountain Holler. Mountain Holler. <laughs> Jesus. Old Save-A-Lot. R.I.P. Okay, let's listen to the next song. This is the fourth single, The Wire. This was actually, surprisingly, the song that drew me in to this album. Really? This absolutely hooked me. And this is why I was nervous to give this to you. I'm making fun of everything. I make fun of the music I listen to. Not really. For sure. You air guitar and air drum. And yeah, I can air drum like this too. So you look at my air drum. It's just not my style at all. I understand. Much like down is totally your style. <laughs> I've been hearing you listen to Dying Fetus on your free time. <laughs> that juxtaposes this completely. Completely. I'm definitely not listening to that on my spare time. Don't and let her lie to you. you're not listening to this any more than you uh, have to. I haven't stopped listening to this album. That's not true. You're miserable. <laughs> I can see in your face. You're projecting things that aren't That is there. not <laughs> true. I was just making fun of the rhythm. Yeah, that's what's happening. I know, I know, I know. 
I'll say this. I... The 80s thing actually made me... Made me. Sorry, make. Jesus Christ. Make? Yeah, that was fucking terrible. It made me, uh... It gave a window into being able to listen to it and not be miserable. Like, if this was more current production quality, which I, from what you're telling me, that's what their stuff is leaning more towards now. Yeah, but this is... I mean, this is much cleaner than what they sound like live, even. Yeah, but still, the production has a very 80s tinge to it, like that. <laughs> that reverb, when they say hey, that sounds like an Oingo Boingo thing. It sounds like 80s stuff that I don't necessarily listen to, but it has a nostalgic feel to it. Which, as I think everyone knows, if something's current, it drives me fucking crazy. And that can even go away after 10 years, and I can be like, ah, oh, well, that wasn't so bad. But if it's current, I have this prejudgment that just drives me fucking nuts. And that didn't happen on this album. I didn't hate this as much as you think I did. I was going to say, it did come out seven years ago as well. You get a little guitar right there. See, I just did a guitar naturally. I didn't even... I wasn't even mocking it there. Down to the wire. So, were they... Were these big hits, these songs? Since, you know, I'm not current at all. I don't know. I wasn't listening to, like... I haven't listened to, to pop music, like, as a whole. Like, there are things that I hear about and I'll listen to, but I don't just listen to all pop music, so I don't know how to judge. I think that this album was popular with people. I don't know how much they've stuck. Because I... I'm pretty much just... I mean, I'm this album, that's it. I don't know how many other people are like that. But I feel like there was more buzz about them after this album came out. Uh, And it's just really lessened since then. It's a debut, so it's like fresh and new for people. See, like, I like that. But they also just don't... I mean, they don't sound like anybody else. I'll agree right with that now. One. And that was, it's interesting to me. It doesn't mean I have to like it, but there's something about, I have a fucking chicken in my teeth and it's driving me crazy. Old chicken tooth. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> Can you, the way that you do that about anything, you and Bob, the, the fucking eyes are in you. It doesn't matter what is going on. Someone could be like, I have this ache in my foot. And you'd be like, oh, ache foot. The old sore foot. Old foot ache. <laughs> Shut up. No. It's always something. <laughs> Stop it. That's a sign that you're sick of me. <laughs> what? Did you want me to shut up on my fun little quirks? What I call personality. <laughs> I don't think that... I think that if you make the same joke all of the time, I mean, you're considering that a part of your personality? Fuck yeah, bro. I am not your bro. Maybe that's why we're falling apart. Fuck yeah, man. All right. Dude. This is going swimmingly. Swimmingly. It sure is. Jump in the pool with me. I'm going to go to the other side. 
No. Oh my God. Let's play Marco Polo. Let's talk about another embarrassing Michelle story. (laughs) Please. So there was this time, because I was an early developer. I I mean, uh, she had tits early, everybody. I started my period when I was young and I thought I was a woman. So I jumped off the diving board. I was swimming with my dad and my brother. And I was like, Dad, did you see me? Did you see me? And I got out of the pool and I'm all like, hey, Dad, did you see that? And he's all super embarrassed. And he's like, Michelle, look down. (laughs) And my big, giant sixth grade tit was halfway hanging out of my bathing suit and i wanted to die 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 have you ever looked at your genitalia with your father it's i mean obviously it was the better of the two but it was awkward and i guess better one than both right yeah yeah but the fact that i couldn't tell but I couldn't feel that it was halfway hanging out. God, just big fucking bags of fat just hanging out on your body. Was it off the high dive? Oh, it was off the high dive. Of course it was. That's what made that baby pop out. <laughs> that fucking pool always freaked me out. What? What do you mean? Like the whole thing or the part that had the diving boards? I enjoyed jumping off the diving boards, but I hated being in the water once I was in there because it was like you could see the metal that was all around because it wasn't like a concrete pool. It had like metal siding to it. And it made me feel like I was in a tank. And at that time, and still to this day, when I'm in water, especially in one that makes me feel like I'm in a tank, I think of Jaws. Jaws is in this fucking pool. And I would always be like... what. And they had to make it deeper because you're fucking going, oh, yeah. It's, yeah, but it's so sm- much smaller. It doesn't matter. It's an irrational fear that many children had. There's- so, okay, so Jaws <laughs> makes you afraid of big bodies of water yes. and small bodies yes. of water. Yes. J- Jaws just fucked you. That's oh. why you don't bathe ever. It's Jaws' <laughs> fault that you don't bathe every day? No, it's Jaws' fault that... I can see black lines in a pool and get freaked out by the black lines on the bottom of the pool. That's wild, man. Yeah. I remember being terrified in that pool. Absolutely terrified. And I still can't go out on like lakes by myself. When we watched the Fouts house, I couldn't go out on that, if you want to call it a lake, reservoir, I guess. You went out there with me. With you, I can be with other people, but there's no fucking way in hell. We went out kayaking. Yeah. And I'm sure I was still a little bit freaked out then. Pussy. <laughs> I'll accept that. I'll totally accept that. Fucking ugh. wow! Creep me out now. I can't watch shows about the ocean in general because it fucking makes me feel weird. I don't like the ocean. I don't. But you don't even like pools. I like I like dipping in the pool every once in a while. You just don't like deep pools. No. You don't like diving board pool diving board pools. I loved jumping off of it. But as soon as you hit that water, you were terrified. It was when I. You know, when you dive and you go in and you like get to the deepest of what your trajectory trajectory would make you go. When I got to the bottom of that, that's when my fucking paranoia would kick in and I would swim up as fast as I could and I would get to the ladder as fast as I could. I'd be like, I got the fuck out of this thing. And then I'd go back up two minutes later and do it again. It It didn't stop me. It apparently made me so excited I decided to show my dad my tit. So, uh, hey, dad, did uh, you see my tit? Oh, dad, 
I'm developing. All right. It's uh, sweatshirt removal time. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and change. So did you want to leave immediately after that? Or did you guys keep on splashing around? No, I just Im- I immediately fixed my bathing suit and jumped in the pool, like in the other part. <laughs> it's just like, I need to that get didn't away. happen. That didn't happen. I need to get away from this man for a while. <laughs> that poor guy. I almost felt worse for him. I'm sure especially now. Because he's the one who had to tell me. He had to be like, hey. That's better than some random teenager. I'm bringing this like, to your attention. Hey, your titties out, girl. <laughs> Hey, Michelle, put your titty away. <laughs> and your brother saw it too, didn't he? No, he was elsewhere. He was in the he was in the pussy end. Uh, Just kidding. Because we're talking was, about... He was where I would have been. In the three foot? <laughs> yep. Kid? Yep. <laughs> oh, the little kitty pool? Put your, put your titty back up, eh, Dale? Yeah. <laughs> no, got... it was the just the lower end. Oh, you remember the actual kitty pool? Yeah, I, I was got... always too old for it and too big for it. Yeah, I didn't feel that way until the... People told me I wasn't allowed to be in there. You just like to make your own rules, don't you? Absolutely. All right, I'm going to play the next Let's song, which is it. the fifth single, If I Could Change Your Mind. Sounds like a piece of wood. I'm going to take a guess. That once sounds again. like a real drum. This one sounds like real drums with synthesized drums added because they got those. That one, that's not a real drum. But if you want that synth 80s sound, you almost have to put synthesized drums. I don't know why I want to say synthetic drums. I think they leaned into the 80s sound a little more on this album. Yeah. And I did have a thought that I bet I would enjoy these songs more if it was played live. And it was just real instruments, which happened when we watched that live thing. That I, like, I enjoyed video. this way more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I, like, I think I prefer the because their style is very different. It's much more raw, and yeah, yeah. they're known for, especially the bass player, making goofy faces. Yeah, <laughs> and I just I prefer it. I mean, at first when I heard this, and then I heard that, it was jarring to me because I was used to this super polished sound. But I like their live performances more. I think it'd be miserable if they were didn't even play instruments on stage and they just came out and played to their tracks. And just like danced. Yeah. I I would bum me out, man. I get it I got a great joy from watching them play as a band mm-hmm. and actually do the songs. And we'll hear the song later, but she's doing that guitar riff. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Yeah, that guitar riff sounds fucking good when it's played live, like and she's got that cool Gibson SG, which uh, I think we all know I'm a Frank Zappa fan, and Frank played an SG that I fucking love. How much is an SG? Depends. 500 to probably $4,000, depending on which year you're buying. Remember, remember that Ralph show at the record store, and I used Kirk's guitar? I don't remember his guitar, but I remember that show. That was an SG, but it was one of those ones with the automatic tuning on it. I remember, remember that. Me yelling about the automatic tuning. Oh yeah. And telling nobody to buy that. You hated it. Yeah. I often go on rants on stage if I've got a microphone. Or just in life. Yes. Especially if you have a microphone. <laughs> I'm just gonna carry a speaker around with a microphone everywhere I go from here on out. Hey you! Stop walking in the middle of the aisle. <laughs> <laughs> 
Get the fuck to the side. I'll be kicked out immediately. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I want to get... I want to get to the age where I'm allowed to just go off on people all the time, and they're like, oh, that's just old ball Sam. Speaking of old balls, have you ever heard that phrase? When some, not just referring to testicles that are old, but... Just an old person? Yeah, guys. Yeah. Guys will be like, yeah, whatever, old balls. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> you do? It drives me fucking nuts. Really? Yeah. It's on the level of my old lady to me. Oh, man, I like genitalia talk. Yeah, if we're actually talk. talking about my old saggy balls, that's fine. I'll talk about my saggy ass balls all day. Your saggy ass and your saggy balls. You gotta have an ass for it to be saggy. Is that a thing that happens when I'm you don't have an ass? I'm not attacking you. You're just like saggy ass balls. Saggy ass balls. You got dip balls your, on your ass. Dip your balls in that ass. You dip your balls in it. I want to dip my balls in it. Classic. Lou Ferrigno. Wait, that's not the guy's name. <laughs> Tom Marino? Tom, yeah. Tim, Tom, Mike. It's something uh, Marino. Kevin? Kent? Ken Marino? Ken, Ken Marino! Marino. <laughs> I was just thinking Dan Marino. Laces out, Dan. I was way off, yeah. <laughs> oh, laces out, Dan. <laughs> if I needed... I, I didn't know anything about Dan Marino other than that he was a football player and I felt that I shouldn't like him from that movie. Even though in the end, he was riding with his head on the outside, on the passenger side of Ace's car with him. You got any more of that gum, Ace? Then I don't remember what he says. <sighs> Something about like minding your business. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Fa Fantastic. Especially the recollection of it. Oh, yeah. We're good at that. We're good at, we're good at remembering things. Speaking of recollection, which this really has nothing to do with it. Remember when we were watching or driving behind that bus the other day, like oh, two weeks ago, and uh, they had Dumb and Dumber playing yeah, on the TV? Yeah, was wonderful. We were, uh, yeah, in the vehicle just watching Dumb and Dumber happening. And we saw a scene that is not in the original exactly one. Exactly what I was going to bring up. It was weird. It was when It was when Harry was shitting. In the bathroom, we all know the famous bathroom scene. I'm still waiting on this print to come from China. For some reason, there's been a delay. I don't understand I, why. I don't get it either. Uh, but he he picks up the toilet and is dumping shit out the window? Yeah, never seen that once. That doesn't even make sense. I think it adds a... It does answer a question I've always asked. What happened with the toilet. Because it's never brought up again. Oh, I thought I meant like the poop itself because it didn't flush. So I guess he I, felt he needed to okay, dump it I, out. Yeah, that's what I meant. But then that means that there's like a bush outside with human shit just <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> everywhere. And it also means that Harry either carries a wrench or he just ripped the toilet out from the ground. I think he just ripped it out of the floor <laughs> and out of the wall, which means there should have been water spraying everywhere. Unless he knows how to shut off that valve, baby. I don't understand. Yeah. But it was weird. But it was really exciting to see the movie. We were both like, wow, we're on the road watching Dumb and Dumber. This is amazing. This and is a classic. People that have had TVs in their cars, like in the headrest for years are like, yeah, it's old fucking technology, mate. Yeah, but if you were in the front seat, you're not fucking watching it. I remember Kent had a CD player that played DVDs and he would put DVDs in it and it would display on the screen so he could watch movies while he drove. Safe. 
Yeah, he's always a safe one, isn't he? <laughs> he's a safe one, <laughs> Mr. Kent. <laughs> All right. You really are a heel. He's a heel? You're the end of the bread. No one wants to eat you, Mr. Mr. Kent. I wouldn't touch you with a 39 and a half foot pole. <laughs> okay. Uh, Let's move on. Next song, which is not a single, Honey and I. Real drubs. Feels islandy. On the island. Yeah, I feel like I would be judgmental. So much more judgmental to anything else. Like, this just is so not normally representative of something that I would typically like. That I almost don't have things to talk about because I'm, I'm like, nervous. You make fun of the shit out of us, dude. Go for it. Go for Let what? Let your freak flag fly. I mean, talk about it. Talk about what you like. I don't give a shit. I don't have anything to talk about. Do you think part of it was... I know you've already said this, but do you think a big part of it was your emotional state? And that it just hit you at the right time? That Maybe if this so. would have been given to you a year later, would it have worked? No, I think it was totally the time. That's why... That's why I think that I would be very critical of something else that sounded like this. And I, I, I think that people are probably going to hear this and be like, this is fucking awful. <laughs> and that's fine. You can think that, but whatever. <laughs> I never once thought it was awful. It doesn't have the same pop writing that I hate. It's like super easy. I think her vocal patterns are interesting. It's the way she'll, she'll I don't want to say she raps, but she has very rhythmic singing that makes a line interesting. I think that's part of the reason why I like her a lot, even though I'm not necessarily a fan of her voice, but I appreciate her style because I don't think that I don't think she has like a like a technically a great voice. She doesn't have like a great range. It's not a powerhouse voice. I don't think she has much power at all. It's just all very it's just a very soft voice yeah just not a lot of range and i don't know if any of them really have a lot of range good i don't need people with range in fact i mostly hate women's voices and i didn't feel that way once during this well and i even though i don't i don't feel like the instruments are properly what's the word i lost it i don't focused on i guess Showcased? Showcased. That's a good one. That's probably what I meant. But I think that they are better musicians than they are singers. So that's why it is more interesting to watch a live performance because it does not sound so clean. Like the music sounds different. It sounds, you don't get that like, that just real like synth pop sound. It sounds like a rock. Rock, yeah. When yeah. you actually see, hear it live. Yeah, I. On your point of the instruments aren't showcased, I did go into this thinking there was going to be a lot more bass action, just because I know that that bass girl has like a following of you know here's her goofy bass voices, and I remember bases. watching a performance, basses. 
I remember watching a performance, like maybe they were on Conan or something like that. They were on like SNL that. once. SNL. And I was like, hey, I don't hate this. Like, they're actually playing. The- I think I even said to you, like, oh, they're playing instruments. This is nice. I get to see a band. And you know me, I'd much rather see a band than somebody come out yeah. and play to a track, which is why I think going to a rap show does not sound exciting to me because it's just going to be a track. And then the guy singing over it. Now, if I went to see, like, The Roots, or if like, somebody went out with an actual band, it, the same reason I enjoyed, uh, I could watch the Justin Timberlake thing. I'm watching a fucking band. Like, it's what I want. Mm-hmm. So, knowing that they were a band on this album really helped me open up to being able to listen to it. And that was one of the things that I thought, versus just giving you, like, any pop album, I, I thought... I guess that that gave me a little more confidence in giving it to you because they do actually write their songs and play mu- their music, even though there's so m- much production on this with like the synth sounds. It's just not that busy, even though like it's super simple, but it's still just it's even simpler, but it still is more like rock when you see it live versus. The super polished like rocks or uh, pop sound. Um, I'm gonna play one more song and then I say we should take a break. Okie dokie. This was actually the second single. Um, it's really the album is really front heavy with what they wanted to put out as singles. But I don't think there's. I mean, I don't know what you would say. I don't think there's a lot of fat on this. There, there's only eleven tracks. It's not like seventeen tracks with just like a bunch of filler shit. Yeah, I agree. So let's listen to Don't Save Me. Like it's, yeah, it's so, that's the thing. When you have to actually like put it on the line and analyze it, it makes me just feel more nervous for some reason. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if you said they were in an actual girl group, that makes sense in a way that they're going to. Yeah, I should show you the Valley Girls. Be okay and open to a more polished sound. And I'm sure they understand that, like, they're going to have more success if they do have that more produced sound. That's a, that's a fucking fact. Like, I'm sure they're whoever was paying for the album, the producer, probably was also like, this needs to be cleaner. You know, I think you could also take it at an angle as, is it rock enough to be popular with rock and roll people? But is it too pop to be, you know, is yeah. it too rock to be popular with pop people? Is it too pop to be popular with rock people? So they definitely had to, if you're going to lean towards one way on that situation with this band, I would say the smarter way to go is a more polished pop sound. Yeah. I don't know if this is true but I think that general rock I'm not talking like metal or punk or anything like that a rock fan would have an easier time accepting a pop album than a pop fan would have accepting a rock album like I know people that won't even try to listen to like any sort of rock and roll or a punk band or anything because it's no I'm not into that kind of stuff which vice versa I don't listen to any pop music but yeah 
But I'm going to say this. I mean, you love that new Justin Bieber song. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, I'm going to say that there's more death metal fans out there who like Michael Jackson than there are strict Michael Jackson fans who like death metal. Oh, yeah, for so sure. We can. I think you can swing a little bit easier out on the thing. I'm going to stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you mean. Tell me. By the way, why aren't people like into Michael Jackson that much anymore? I just don't get it. This music is still great. I hear it on the radio every once in a while at work still. I think it's... I didn't for like two months. <laughs> but then it came back People slowly. were really strongly against it there for a little bit, but... That's the thing. When he made the, his best music, he wasn't fucking children. I'd say he was definitely making his best music while fucking children. I think he was definitely fucking his best children while he was making music. <laughs> Take that, Kevin Federline. What was that guy's name? <laughs> Not that. Wade Robson. Wade Robson. I just thought, had to think of a dancer. Take that, Alfonso you Rivera. Just thought of someone else who's been associated with Britney Spears. Thank you, Carlton. Please. And my mama named me Alfonso. Remember when we had the DVR and we had all that beautiful shit that we... The funny-ass moments we had taped off TV, like that girl that was supposed to be getting the word current and all she had was the C-U and the N and T and she's oh, just going great. cunt, 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 cunt cunt, cunt. <laughs> yeah, it, that and uh, that Cuisinart thing that serves everything from pancakes to babies <laughs> <laughs> and then we put caption on it and said it was paninis, it said it was paninis but I don't believe there that, there was no fucking way it, it makes anything from pancakes to babies, it 100% sounded like Babies, you should scoot closer. Cause, be am I watching a video? Yeah, I guess I didn't think I could go that far, but I am gonna play a little bit of uh, Valley Girls. It's a hair thing. Okay, I'm gonna step away from the microphone. When I have something to say, I'll walk over. What the fuck is happening? <laughs> Is that one of the girls? No. I'll point them out. That's the bass girl right there. With the blonde hair? Uh-huh. And then that's her right there in the red shirt. That's Danielle, the lead singer. This is fucking rough. The la the next uh, verse, Danielle is actually singing. Welcome to the Welcome Trolls to world. Welcome to the Trolls world. This is this is the lead singer. It's like a worse Avril Lavigne. I don't even know who would have put this together for a Trolls TV show. I don't know what it was on. Was that Trolls character named Puby? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it was probably Ruby, since the black girl's name was Onyx. Really? I think she was black. Well, hopefully the lead singer's name is White Bitch. We're going to take a break. It's a hair thing. Yeah. We'll be right yeah. back. We'll be yeah. right back. It's a hair thing. Yeah. yeah. It's a hair thing. 
this episode of Couple of Critics Podcast is brought to you by... Savannah Seafood Store. Savannah solely sells scrumptious self-selected shellfish and swimmy fish. Shimmy to Savannah Seafood Store in South Sacramento for superior service to save on specialty seafood such as salmon, swordfish, shrimp, shark, sardines, sea bass, sea turtles, snapper, snow crab, sand crab, spotted lobster, scallops, squid, seal, sea cucumbers, steamed seaweed, sweet fish, salty fish, and sour fish. Sea to stomach is Savannah's slogan. Savannah Seafood Store. Superior seafood slurping. And now a very important message from Abraham goddamn Lincoln. Jesus Christ, people, we're all gonna die! Oh, fuck! I don't even know what to do anymore! Please, please, just... Do what you're supposed to do and don't give me the COVID. I'm pretty sure it'll take me out. Uh, I'm an old man who's died once and I'm sure I can die again. For God's sake, just do what the fucking people tell you to do. Don't go on spring break, you fucking morons. Get in your house, you dumb shits. Uh, anyway, uh, listen to the Abraham Lincoln Crack Emporium show out now. Produced by this podcast, you know, the, the one you're listening to. Couple of critics. All right, I'm done. I gotta go calm myself down with some crack. All right, Reed. Let's go do drugs. Uh, we gotta be six feet apart? Yeah, we'll be six feet apart. Don't worry. Come on, let's go. All right, yeah, let's go. Look at him jam. Yeah, they're all <clears throat> they're all percussion trained. Welcome back to the podcast. That yep, that was the band playing drums with a little drum. That was some Hyam doing some drums. They all had their own drums. They all had their own. By the way, I'll send you this picture of my beautiful hair right now. Cause uh, are you talking to the people on the podcast? Uh, no, I'm talking about you. I know you want this because it's a hair thing, and it's about being. It's cool. a hair thing. I'm fucking beautiful right now. It's pretty nice. He's ha- he has a comb over. Do you like how I said that? I like to say comb over. A comb over. Oh, yeah, you did just now send it to me. So let me look on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> nice facial expression. I'm almost positive you should share that with everyone on the uh, page once this episode comes out. Okay, if you want or, me to, I can do that. Or I'm going to make it the picture that comes up on the podcast. <laughs> 
It's beautiful. So uh, we are reviewing Hiam. Hiam. Days are gone because days are gone. Our days are almost up, and uh, yeah, with this COVID nineteen, about right? There's a regime that's taking over, and it's called the plague. Yeah, COVID nineteen is a libertarian fucking thing. It was no, it's a Democrat uh, controlled thing that is made. Or Trump to look bad. It's it's because the impeachment trial didn't work. Now COVID was released by what I read, which there's absolute no validity to. But of course, someone shared it because that's what social media is. That it came from a lab that Obama owns in China. You told me something interesting uh, that someone who you work with has an opinion. I don't work with them. They are a supplier of supplies, <laughs> <laughs> but he does come to the shop. His theory is that uh, nobody wants 5G to come because 5G is killing thousands overseas. And uh, in order to install the towers, They've invented COVID-19 and released it so that people had to be quarantined so that they can then go build the 5G towers with reckless abandon. Yeah, that doesn't make sense because it's not like we're unaware that 5G is coming. I can't wait until my new phone comes next month with 5G. Like, I'm super excited about it. This is not like a secret thing. Yeah, and I like to bring up. I haven't seen one person building one fucking tower anywhere. I've never <laughs> seen a person build a tower. You saw me build the Tower of Power that one time. <laughs> it was definitely more like a leaning tower of Pisa. Dude, the leaning tower of Cheesa. Buddy. Buddy. <laughs> oh, that was a dream to me because I was aware of who Polly Shore was. We're talking about Goofy Movie, if you don't know. A Goofy Movie. Tom. Yeah, better know what we're talking about. If not, with you people who have time off right now. Yeah, you people. Whatever. What job isn't essential, by the way? It seems to me like everything is still open. I don't know if it's because we're in small town shit fuck. Small town shit fuck. Or if it's everyone can be like, no, my job is essential. Like, what is stopped? I know Kent's job was shut down. Really? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Masonry, that's not essential. Building. It's more aesthetic. I want a new chimney. (laughs) (laughs) I want a new chimney. I have money to spend. I'm going to call Kent. I'm going to put money into my house like a smart person (laughs) and build onto my investment. I want heat and warmth. I'm going to I'm a piece of shit. I want to start a fire in my home without danger. Someone should just fuck me in the ass without lubrication. All right, let's stop this podcast. All right, let's do this. <laughs> okay. Or we can do it on mic. <laughs> you won't hear it as much because it's it's just going to be tough sounds. Sounds like this. It's going to be that fast? <laughs> well, that's how I do it. <laughs> you have oh, little... Oh, I thought s- I was getting fucked in the ass on this one. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I don't can, want it. I don't want it slow fuck. I, I can get fast, fast and frisky. <laughs> <laughs> we can use this penis-shaped microphone that's right in front of us. 
everything is shaped like a penis if you want it to be. They're just different sizes and shapes of penises. Oh, what a world. Different shapes and sizes of penises. Different shapes. Look, all of these chairs have butt plugs on top That's of all exactly of them. That's exactly what I was looking at. <laughs> <laughs> Indeedy do. I don't think this one's going to be good. <laughs> You know you put your mouth on that, right? <laughs> I don't... You smell it on the microphone. I think it just carried in the direction because I had like a wand that carried oh the smell. You got COVID-19 shit particles all over that thing now. That I don't... It's not just living inside of my ass, air. I thought that's what... I thought this was that Obama Chinese factory you it were talking came from about. a Chinese laboratory <laughs> owned by the Obama family because they're a part of the Illuminati Jesus. and even though there's an, a whole Illuminati it's the Obamas who are the most powerful <laughs> <laughs> that shit drives me nuts I understand humans are smart and they can conspire and they can gather together to do stuff but for the most part I think humans aren't capable of Doing all the conspiracies that people come up because, like Jay Z, you really think that Jay Z is out there being one of the most intelligent people in the world? Beyonce, we can even have the most intelligent people in the world. I just think when people get together, five people, it takes hours for them to agree on one fucking thing, let alone a giant conspiracy that's going to ruin the world. Well, the Hanks family is supposedly also a part of the Illuminati. The nicest man in the world, besides Henry Winkler. Yeah, the second nicest man in the world. And those two apparently hate each other's guts. Do you think Henry Winkler's ever peed on somebody? <laughs> he just went, you got winkled. Well, I think if he's still having sex, there's definitely a little bit of pee that comes out every time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he has too much control down there at the sage. You don't have to have sex to pee on someone. And you don't have to be having sex to uh, lose some pee. A man can't lose pee when he's got an erection. I'm not saying he has a full erection. Okay, that works then. The valve is not shut off. We're talking about Henry Winkler, which means all of this is false. He has a raging heart <laughs> penis. He doesn't need any help. He just has all that Fonz testosterone. Yeah, he's the Fonz. Of course he's got a rock hard dick. It was rock hard as these hey, wooden chairs. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. I'm a Fonz. now. Hey, 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 I'm a Fonzie. I'm a Fonzie on the road. I'm here to hey. do the Fonzie. Hey. What rhymes with Fonzie? Uh, Bonzi, Monzi, Donzi, Wanzi. Little Wanzi. <laughs> there you go. No, because he was Wanzo. There's still nothing that rhymes. Fonzie. Nothing. Ponzi! Hey! I found it! Okay. Old Ponzi scheme over here. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, that was a waste of everyone's time. <laughs> My favorite waste. But we're filling time. Yeah, yeah. With that ooh, sour tent. There's no sweet tent there. That's all. Sometimes That's you gotta have sweet and sour. Sometimes you get that bit of tent. Like when I puffed on my microphone. With a Fonzie scheme. That's a Fonzie scheme was whenever he tried to trick a girl into having sex with him on happy days. That was a Fonzie scheme. But he really just stuck his thumbs up her butt. One up the butt, one up the cunt. <laughs> <laughs> That's the Fonzie scheme. One up the butt, one up the. And then he goes, hey! 
And then she goes, hey. Hey, I'm going to play the next song. We're going to get back into this. Hey, what? Huh? We're listening to music? Album Days Are Gone. This is the title track. Sometimes I get a Alanis feel, too, to the way she sings. An Alanis feel. Carelessly or like? Uh, more in the notes that she chooses. Because sometimes she gets into like these low note out of nowhere. Well, there are. They all take turns singing. It's not always the same person singing lead. Then disregard what I said. <laughs> I don't know what's being said there at all. Exactly what you just said. I know that part. A lot of relationship talk on this album. Yeah, I think this is kind of a weird title track. Like, I don't understand why this would be the song that you would like. Yeah. I don't know either. Because to me, it's not the strongest song on the album it's either. It's not a very strong song in general. Yeah. And it really relies, I think, on a lot of more like fake sounds. Definitely a lot of fake songs sounds going on here. This is a no real drums song. Yeah. That bass drum. You know, the, the bass drum that when I program drums for my stuff for demo reasons. Yeah, you never demos? gets used. <laughs> that tone. I do like the the bass. That's the only part that I really like. And I do like that line a lot. I didn't know what line it was because I was paying attention to the bass. You can have my past because I'll never get it back. I'm sure there was a lot of good lines on here. That's what I'm learning too is I may not like it, but sometimes there can be very insightful lyrical content to something. I think even you said that about some of the music I listen to. Yeah, it's surprising. Because I think, and I've said it. Especially Iced Earth. But hearing something that's metal, you kind of expect so many things that it that it can be. So when you actually get like intelligent lyrics, it's impressive. Hate that sound. It's like some horrible fake ride cymbal tone. Yeah, it's a, it's weird. You don't like it. And it's weird that since they are all able to play drums. It's weird that they do lean so much into this synthesized synthetic sound. I wonder if it was a lot of the producer's decision or if they just had went into this with like, I want an 80s sound to it because a lot of these electronic drums aren't current electronic drum sounds. They sound like what a synthesized drums would have sounded like in 1987. Those classic eight pack that you can buy now as a bundle online and they call it like 80s retro drums that was michael mcdonald for just a second I keep forgetting things will never be the same again. I keep forgetting how you made it so clear. I 
keep forgetting. Let's do Michael McDonald sometime. Like, let's fuck him? No, yeah, let's put him on a spindle. <laughs> let's put him on a spit. Ooh. I'll spit on it and then we'll put him on the spit. Um, And then I'll, we can suckle from his tits. He got some tits. I bet Michael MD's got some. I bet Michael MD's got some uh, milk MD's. (laughs) All right. (laughs) That's disgusting. I don't know what that even. Give me some of that Michael McD titty milk. (laughs) All right. And let's. I'm going to move along to the. uh, Actually, don't save me. I won't. That was, uh, I don't, I think I may have mentioned that that was the second single, but this is the last of the six, six singles. This is number six. This is my song five. I think their sound is very different in this song. This is the one that this I, this is the uh, one we watched the live one. Yeah. Yeah. This is, uh, a, a much more interesting song in mm-hmm. the album. And it's, it's much darker and it's kind of more yeah. of what. Like, I would have been happier if the album sounded more like this. I'm going to concur with that sentiment. Mm-hmm. I, was, I like the darkness that it sounds... I mean, I like the darkness. See, I like that part. <laughs> yeah, this song stands out to me. And I ended up enjoying it more when you showed me the live one. Uh, especially the guitar line that's getting ready to come yeah, up. Yeah, you do get some guitar. But I didn't notice... I'm going to say it, how cool the guitar line was until I heard it on that live one. Mm-hmm. It didn't hit me on this album near as as much as it did when I watched the live one. Is it coming up now? Yeah. Yeah, this one. But it sounded much heavier live. Yeah, much heavier. And they had like an attitude that I didn't realize that they had mm-hmm. when we watched this. And like that one girl was basically headbanging at points. The yeah, bass they, player. They all headbang yeah. at different points. Yeah. They all get into it pretty heavily. And good. Like, I like seeing the natural enjoyment of a song. I'm not saying that I don't. I'm not impressed by choreographed dances and choreographed show parts. Yeah. Because, like, there was parts on that Justin Timberlake DVD that I was like, oh, that was cool how they all, you know, there's things that are planned a lot. That yeah. Was planned. And it's impressive, but it hits me more emotional when they're really just feeling the song. Mm-hmm. And even in the Justin Timberlake concert, when they were allowed to just freeform. Yeah. And we're just, like, into it. Mm-hmm. Those were, like, my favorite parts, too, of that. It's like when the music's actually... You're feeling it yeah. so much. You can feel the feeling that they're feeling. Yeah. Like, no, it's... They're able like to part. convey it how they, you know... They get across exactly what they're trying to do. That's that's exactly what they want. Yeah. And I, I don't know about you, but I know when I perform music, there's certain parts of songs that I perform that, like... I'm like in the song. I'm not oh, even yeah. thinking about performing. I'm in the fucking song. Mm-hmm. And those are the best moments. And then you come out of that moment and you're like, man, that felt so fucking good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you go, I remember why I do this. <laughs> I've had those moments myself. Good. Good, because that's part that's like 
one of the best things about playing music is coming out of that zone or being in that zone. And then you're just like, you're just like, oh, oh that, that felt so good. Felt good. Yeah. So it sounded good because I was in the zone. Yeah. I'm feeling it now thinking of me moments I've had on stage where I was just like, when you get that feeling I'm in the song, I'm not even paying attention to anything but the riff I'm playing. God, I wish it's almost like guitar. it's almost like your own validation. True. Like I'm, I'm doing this for a reason because this needed to come out. It's true. Making music for a real reason to make music <laughs> or perform music. You don't even have to create it. There's songs that we've played for you. Oh yeah. You just I'm not writing. You feel stuff. it. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna start calling you Honey Pie now. So then I'm gonna call you, you Honey Bun. When you finally leave me, I'm gonna be like, "Hey, you iced Honey Bun." <laughs> Please call me Jumbo Iced Honey Bun. Oh, Jumbo Iced Honey Bun. <laughs> Why don't you sit down on Big Mama's lap? <laughs> Please. I got a warm lap. I want you to slide on off me, you Jumbo Iced Honey Bun. I want you sliding. to sit on me upside down, so that. I- Icing gets all warm and drippy. You know, we were watching the Tom Segura thing earlier, and he was talking about the horrors of 69ing. Yeah. What, you want to talk about how that's not really that enjoyable? And people... I, I agreed with everything that he said and have felt that for a while. It, it's a, it, it seems way too technical. <laughs> and there's... It's just assholes in... I view for everyone. I guess if you're okay with assholes, it's not a big deal If that's for you. what you're going for, but... The main thing that I've not been a fan of at 69 is you're spending all your time trying to, like, take care of the other person and you're not, like, enjoying it. Like, it just doesn't, it really doesn't make sense. Like, you can't enjoy anything. Like, it's like, what's, why are we doing this? You're, you're working. <laughs> Everyone's working. Because, fellas, I love eating pussy, but I don't want to. It's too technical. You go back, ah, is she going to fall? Ah, what's, uh. Is she going to fall and is her asshole going to land on my nose? God, I hope so. (laughs) (laughs) Sam, you got a little little something on your nose there. (laughs) Well, while we're in the mood for that, I'm going to play the next song, Go Slow. Oh. 69 Slow. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Make this laborious activity take even longer. This is is what we're going to do right now. We're going to pleasure one another. And we're not going to enjoy it ourselves. This is a song that made me think of Michael Jackson. I watched a video of them doing this on bongos, uh, just acapella. That'd be, I think that'd be a way more enjoyable version. Yeah, they were just like sitting. It wasn't on stage or anything, but I liked it. I think that they have more angles to them and that they're able to to play music. I just don't think that this, like knowing what they're capable of, even though I really like this album, I just don't think that this does it justice as much to see what they're capable of. So it's kind of, it's kind of, I understand why the OG fans are kind of disappointed with the more polished stuff because you don't have the feeling as much in this as you do like there's it's not as raw which i mean for me i was able to get there because of again where i was mentally and emotionally and what i absorbed from this 
and you enjoy l- lyrics anyway. Like the mm-hmm. first thing you probably listen to is lyrics, right? I mean, that's the thing that's gonna hook you that's sooner part of than it. the music. But I mean, the music I'm gonna hear it first, and it's either gonna be like, ugh, yeah, that's true. or not. Because if, if the music is horrible and hard to listen to, but like the you know the vocals are good, and I'm I'm still probably not gonna really listen to it. I think what, two months ago I was in bed trying to find new metal that I enjoyed, like metal releases of 2019, mm-hmm. and it was literally like I'd be five seconds in. <laughs> nope. Nope. Uh-uh. With metal, it seems like you just know what category it falls into. There's not going to be a song that sounds like Pantera and a song that sounds like Five Finger Death Punch. It's one or the other. That's a very true statement. And it, with me in metal anymore, I haven't heard anything that's genuinely new. Like it's, You can just be like, oh, this is just... Adam always used to say, I don't need to dig into metal a lot because I'm listening to the main ones already. I don't... They're all just versions of that. So why, oh, like, okay, like why listen classics? to the lesser version? When I can just listen to Slayer. Why listen to the lesser version when I can just listen to Cannibal Corpse? This has already been done. Does it need to be done again? I understand where he's coming from, but I think that's also dangerous. It is. Because you're just writing a lot of things off that you'll never... And sometimes you're wrong. Sometimes you only gave it, in my case, five to ten seconds, and you didn't get to the part where it sounds, oh, here's a new angle that I might enjoy or might not enjoy. Like, guys try to put dubstep into metal... And as soon as that fucking happens, come on, dude, get the fuck out of here. But at least they tried something new. Yeah, it's just also, I don't know, it's frustrating when people also just kind of stay in their ways. Like, that's a little bit of my defense for having, like, in this album, because, like, I listen to all different kinds of things. I, I listen to OGs and not always newer people, but Haim is a newer band. I don't listen to only old stuff yeah so i don't know i just don't like that mentality of just being like i only need to listen to the originals i don't need anything else you just mi- i don't i just don't like writing anything off which is why i like this podcast <laughs> you should at least make up your mind before you uh write something off i think uh, i'm definitely become that way there for a lot of my life i was definitely uh I'll write it off without even hearing it. I can look at your logo and be like, nope. And it may only take five seconds, but five seconds is more than just looking at it and being like, no, or knowing the genre it is and being like, nah, I'm not even going to touch it. And it's also, it also helps. It's a good feeling when somebody says, have you, uh, do you like blah, blah, blah? And you say, nah. And you go, and they say, well, you haven't even listened to it. And then you go, actually, I listened to the whole album three fucking times and you, it didn't do it you got that with uh the slipknot the last album, slipknot album? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just i just don't kent just didn't believe I just don't or, enjoy uh, it was kirk as well they were just like There's you more just, kirk yeah that you like you just haven't you haven't really listened to it and you're like yeah i've yeah, been listening I to have. it yeah. and, i probably gave it more of an open mind than i had the past the prior three slipknot albums i know you tried to give that tool album an open mind as well yeah, but, but I also couldn't. knew that I hadn't liked the last two prior Tool albums, and it was heading more into that same direction. 
Mm-hmm. And I want my tool back to opiate and undertow. You mean you don't want your tool to be a lot closer to a perfect circle? No. To kind of basically be a perfect circle at this point? Yeah. I don't know. People love that new tool release, <laughs> but I think people at all... On the inverse of hating something before you even hear it, you can... Just... I love it already. Grandfather everything in. Yeah. Which and I think is also unhealthy. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. I mean, I I think it's fine to grow with a band, and I think it's also fine to just be a one-off album. Yeah. Whatever works for you, I guess. I've got a lot of those. Yeah. I mean, this is a, <laughs> this is a one-off album for me, so... But I haven't really listened to more... Th- than just singles, I guess. But I know Dave Grohl likes this band, but I think it's from seeing them live. I know he's performed live with them. Yeah, I would... I'm not going to buy a ticket to this band, but if somebody took me to see this band, I'd probably have a way Enjoy better it time. More. Yeah. yeah. Especially they brought out all those drums, and I was like, hey, remember that drum section? That was pretty cool. Yeah, I think they usually do something like that because the video that I was going to show you, but it was of a song that we hadn't listened to yet. So it wouldn't, it would have been weird. Uh, I don't like to do that at least, but they, the youngest was doing keyboards and drums and then bass and a drum guitar and a drum huh and then they also have a drummer who's the same drummer who they've always had so he's like kind of tech he's like technically a member of the band but he's not you know the three main people (laughs) (laughs) all right i'm gonna we only have a couple songs and a burp what bodily dispelment do you have left i don't think you want anything else okay it's all gonna be a queef (laughs) oh well i guess i could do that (laughs) let me see what i can muster up all right let's listen to the go get a plunger and shove some air up there (laughs) or you could just go okay (laughs) let's listen to let me go (coughs) COVID 19 i think this is another darker song actually and i that has that kind of darker Almost like industrial sound, almost though. A darker sensibility. Because you do get some guitar in this later as well. You probably get the heaviest guitar on the album in this song. For some reason, I don't recognize this song right now. Oh, eh, still not. It's a little more chanty. And I did my almost due diligence. The... I listened to this album enough. I'll tell you. When we get to that section, go ahead, don't you let me in? But I will wait, I will want, wait till the day you're back again. Let me go. Oh, okay. You know, I'm not one for I'm back. Let me go. Go. What do you think Dave Coulier thinks about this? I don't think Dave Coulier thinks about this. What? That's not. I don't think Dave Coulier is hip. I think Dave Coulier listens to like. Bruce Springsteen and shit. I was gonna say Bob Seger. <laughs> Old Bobby Seegs. God damn it. <laughs> I didn't even do that on purpose. <laughs> it just came out. I know, it's just who you are. <laughs> yeah, it's my personality. Do you think these uh, relationship songs were written from actual experience or 
I think it's fair to think that they are, but it doesn't necessarily mean that they're romantic relationships. They could be friendships, but they're three girls, so potential, you know, there's or a lot of potential there for relationships. Or not at all. I mean, I've written songs that the lyrics did not represent what I was feeling at all. It was just putting my mindset in someone that would be going through that and what then I would think. Yeah. And then I had a friend say, are you all right? <laughs> I was like, yeah, why? The lyrics on that song. Yeah, I just wrote a song. It doesn't mean anything. God, I tried to pull something else up on my phone. And the first thing that I see is that goddamn picture that you sent me. <laughs> My gorgeous picture of my hair. Of your beautiful comb over. How's it look? Is it still combed over? Not so much. It's drying. Oh. It just looks straight and flat. Kind of, uh, kind of Dahmer-ish. Oh, good. Well you, well, you just messed it up, so you gotta make it pretty again. Like Dahmer. <laughs> yeah, pretty like Dahmer. Make it pretty like Dahmer. Jesus Christ, Jeffrey Dahmer. That guy was fucked up, yo. He had fun. I'm sure he did have fun. <laughs> Remember those old Jeffrey Dahmer jokes? I don't know if you ever knew them. Like, what's Jeffrey Dahmer having a shower? What? Head and shoulders. Yeah, I've heard these. <laughs> but tell me more. What's Jeffrey Dahmer having his refrigerator? Ketchup. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Good one. What is it? <laughs> Eggs? <laughs> Arms and hammers. Oh my god. <laughs> the hammers don't need to be refrigerated. <laughs> That's nonsense. Unless you just want a cold hit. Crack that skull. I don't even know if Jeffrey ever used hammers. He murdered with his penis in his hands. There's a couple guys who tried to make sex zombies by drilling into their head. And then pouring uh, lysergic acid onto their brain. Sex zombie! <laughs> Rock lobster! <laughs> Sex zombie! Ding! And then the neighbors would be like, Jeffrey's apartment smells. Like, why does it smell so bad? And he'd be like, oh, the refrigerator broke. It's rotten meat. <laughs> and it was rotten meat in a way. So he would just keep it around? Oh, yeah. Yeah. He wouldn't dispose of them? He I would. thought he would eat them. He did a little bit of that. He didn't eat as much human flesh as people think. But he definitely did, did taste it a few times. And uh, Did he cook it? Did he prepare it like regular meat? Or I, did he just taste it raw? I don't like really, an animal. I don't really remember. I read that book a pretty good while ago. And I don't remember the details. But I do know that he tried to buy acid to dissolve bodies in. I know that he threw away one of his first victims in the trash. He just put it out front like regular trash pickup. In a bag? And it totally, yeah, a couple bags. And it worked? Totally worked. He also had a guy, he put him in, a guy in like two suitcases, I think. And he was carrying out to the car and he was struggling with it. And a guy helped him load the suitcases into his car. Going on a trip, sir. <laughs> yep. Oh my God. Yeah. And this is a different time, you know, people, people don't think that that's happening. One and two, it's not like you had any cameras everywhere and shit. It's murder. 
Jeffrey. Jeffrey. Dama. Dama. I was talking about Dahmer may have just influenced my next uh, decision. In life? Oh, my God. Yes, in life. Ah. I meant album choice. Oh, okay. Okay. That sounds interesting. (laughs) Okay, we have one more song, and then we are finished with this. You never have to listen to this again. This is Running If You Call My Name. It's very... uh, What is... I don't know. I lost the word. Enya? Sounds like Enya. No, it doesn't. What was that song Enya did? Sail away, sail away, sail away. I don't know, like euphoric almost, or like... Floaty. Yeah, real floaty. Hello, Georgie. They all float down here. With that wonderful drool. You know, they're supposed to come out with an edit of it where they mix the two movies and they make it more like the book was where they show an adult section and then a flashback to the kid section. Okay. And I think it will make it chapter two much better than it was. That or it'll bring down the first one. That's a possibility too. You know what the real problem with it chapter two was? The CG. Too much CG. Way too much. Because they did a lot of stuff that was actually in the book. Yeah, they just relied a little too heavily. Just too, like they remember the lumberjack statue, yeah, I always and think that, of that looked part. awful. The teeth. And it was like a cartoon all of a sudden. That's totally in the book, but it didn't work digitally. That's the problem because it's supposed to be. I mean, it's supposed to be ridiculous. It's like a childlike fear. Yeah, but it's also supposed to look real. <laughs> but it's something that would like you would. But I almost think it like something you would see in your dreams. And for me, nothing is like crystal clear in my dreams. I like that notion. It was too clear. If it was like hazy, and maybe cut like an MTV music video, it might have been better. Yeah, With, there's like, quick shots and not just. I don't know about quick shots, but there. Yeah, just something to. I mean, but again, I grew up watching shitty cable or whatever came through an antenna. So I have that like nostalgic, shitty picture appreciation. But I hated Cloverfield. More like Booverfield. That was a good one. Thanks. Thanks for your genuine response. I'm here to support you. Thanks. I'm like your bra. Ah, you're my bro. Ah, my name. Yeah, because uh, they found their own strength. So I don't need you anymore. If you call my name, bitch, I'm running. I'm not falling for your shit. I'm yeah. strong. Jerk. You you cheated on me. I'm, I'm sh- not running back to you. It could be a friendship. People always assume that it's yeah. Yeah, that means it's always about lovers. Girls are very dramatic about their all of their relationships. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad you went that way with it. That bit. I'm a He-Man woman hater. Remember that Doctor Phil thing that we watched? What What did did they they tell you? you? (laughs) Uh, They were that girl was like, I cut up her shirt because it was the same shirt I already had, and I didn't want her to have it. 
crazy bitch. I want to be. I want to be famous. Now what did I tell you? <laughs> I'm a piece of shit, and I don't care because I don't need friends to make it. I just need to be naked to make it. Get naked to make it. <laughs> I like that theory. Get, 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 get naked, naked and make it. <laughs> hey, Mom, biscuit. She, she rides a giant chicken in this video. What? Remember that story I told you on the podcast where I picked up that Methods of Mayhem CD? And oh, I was like, yeah. Mom, there's a girl that rides a giant chicken in here. I thought you said a giant cock. Or <laughs> well, that's what it was supposed to be. <laughs> I thought something like that happened, but I don't and know. Tommy Lee had that giant remote that would cover up his penis. Yeah, he sure did. That Tommy, that giant cock, Tommy Ugh, Lee. Gross. Well, we are to the point of the podcast where it's time to go over some questions. Sam, what would you like to do? I got some questions. Do you have some answers? Have some questions. Pretty young thing. I'm a PYT. All right. Why did I choose this? Because it's different than anything I've given so far. And even though I was really nervous about it. I wanted to bring something different to the table, even though I was not super confident. But I like, I mean, I really like this. I just feel like it's not going to go over well. But uh, whatever. That's part of the podcast. Um, What do I think you thought when I gave it to you? I don't think you knew what to expect. You're probably not excited, but probably didn't know what to expect. Uh, What was your judgment prior to listening? I had no idea. I had no judgment. I was just like no idea what this is going to sound like. I know it's three girls. I know I watched that one thing and I know the bass player makes funny faces. Mm-hmm. Had no clue what it was going to sound like. Okay. Uh, do you know how many times you listened to it? I'm going to say four and a quarter or four and three quarters because I'm counting us watching the music videos as the three quarters. Well, that would be half. Okay. Four and a half. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm probably somewhere like six or seven. Because I would also kind of listen in pieces to like certain songs more and then would just, yeah, listen to the whole thing. So I don't know. But it it was a little more for me. Uh, do you all for shit? So do, do die Will Ferrell shit? I, well, because I was going to ask if you know what your least favorite song is, but then we have the whole thing where we have to like guess what the other person's most and least favorite song is. So while you're looking up the Days Are Gone track list. That's not what I'm doing. <laughs> I will say that I think that your least favorite track is Don't Save Me. I will give you a little bit of time to listen and figure that out. Guess what? <laughs> I think you're right. Is it? No, I think actually my least favorite song is probably Running If You Call My Name. The last track. Yeah. It's, it's You're just over it by now? I'm, I'm sure that's probably part of it, but it's just... It's so just more floaty. It's so floaty. It's so, like, grand sounding, and I'm not really... It just didn't... 
it didn't hit things in any way that I enjoy. Like there's no cool bass line, there's no cool drums, there's no mm-hmm. just didn't didn't do it for me. Okay. Your least favorite? Yeah. Do you know what you think my least favorite would be, even though you don't know what any of these songs are, I'm sure? I'm gonna guess Days Are Gone. The title track. Well, I went back and forth between that, uh, so that would probably be my second least favorite, but I actually went with Honey and I. Okay. So I was close. I guess so. I have to turn it up. It also still kind of has that, like, almost kind of like a floatiness to it. It doesn't have any uh, pain. Yeah, okay. And that's one of the reasons why I like the album. It makes sense to me. For, like, the the highs and the lows well I guess not really the highs as much more the highs are like look on to the future and like be better and like move on you didn't <laughs> want a thing. happy song you wanted and if the happy is there you want it to be about strength yeah keep on keeping on instead of just being like my honey and I makes sense to me um, okay, so then now I need to guess what I think your most favorite song is. Go for and it. And I think it's I think it's kind of obvious based on what you've said. I think it's my song five. Is it this song? Uh, that was like the weirdest spot of it, but it's this one. Well, you know what? You're completely correct. It's mine as well. Even really? though you were supposed to guess, sorry. That's fine. What would you have guessed? I was actually going to guess the first song. Falling? Falling. No. It's my song five. Let me go in the future a little bit. Yeah, like parts like this. I'm actually like into it. I wasn't just tolerating. I was like... And it it wasn't that way at first. (laughs) I tried to go down. I'm sorry. (laughs) It wasn't that way at first. It probably took to like the second... The first listen throughout the whole album was like, taking the band-aid off mm-hmm. and then the second listen was actually like investigating the wound <laughs> uh, <laughs> an interesting way to put it uh, and then i was like you know what this song actually reminds me of for some reason i was getting jack white feelings in it oh really with that guitar line and then when you played that live version for me which i had listened to the album maybe twice by then then it made this song definitely my favorite song okay that's fair there you go all right um, how old was I when I first started listening to this? I know we were living at Pam's. I was still working at this job. I think I was a collector. So I think it would have been about five years ago or so. It's been that long. So about 2015. Huh. Okay. Um, so 29, 30 years old around there. Yeah. Like 29. Okay. Um, how did I originally feel about it? I said previously it... It took a little bit to wear on me, but I uh, it didn't take a long time. I didn't have to like force myself, but it did take a few listens, and then I was super into it. Um, and, uh, did certain songs you liked first, and then you started yeah bleeding out into the rest? Yeah, so that uh, I fumbled it when I came down to the wire. That was <laughs> the uh, that was the first song that kind of like that pulled me in. And then, so yeah, there were little songs here and there. I did like that my song five 
from the beginning because I like that it was darker. So there were certain songs, obviously, that I like more than others and some that are more skippable, but I eventually just... Are there songs you skip currently when you listen to this album? Uh, Sorry to make you yawn. Damn it, I thought I could escape it. Um, yeah, maybe. Yeah, but- like Honey and I is one that I do. Usually, like the one that I said I don't really... Like, I dislike the whatever the most i like the least i'll say that okay um yeah I, so it took me a little while but then i really liked it would i recommend this today that's a tough one for me because i don't think that this would go over well with a lot of people so i guess i'll say no but like i i uh recommended it to sharon years ago and she liked it huh. and it stuck a little bit so technically you would recommend it to someone i don't know that i would recommend it today okay all right um, would you choose to listen to this again? Me? That's a big no. Of course. <laughs> uh, that's pretty obvious. So we are done with the question. Sam, what is coming next? What's coming my way? Uh, what well, you gonna get me? I almost swapped to a Dahmer-related album, but I'm not doing it. Okay. It's too long, and it's not time to go death metal again. We're going into a punk world, my dear. Back into punk. Back into punk. Back into punk. This is a band that you've heard of. They are called Rancid. The album California is... California Sun <laughs> has sunk. <laughs> yeah. Continue. I was trying to think of the next line. I was high on junk. junk. In the war with the and I feel all right. Uh, <laughs> the album is called Let's Go. Rancid, Let's Go. All right. There you go. Let's do that. Let's go. All right. Everyone, thank you very much for listening. If you're still listening from the beginning, that's insane. Uh, If you're still listening from where you started with us, where you picked up, we appreciate it. Uh, Even if you're just a casual listener, thanks. Uh, We are on social media. We're on Facebook. We are also on YouTube. We're getting kind of shitty about getting those (coughs) things posted. But that's not really me so much. And we scrapped one of the videos. <laughs> that also happened. But yeah, we need to. Uh, We're talking about switching up the format a little bit. Well, all right, we'll see. All but, right. But we'll, we'll come out with stuff. But thanks for listening. Thanks for following us. Let us know what you think. Let us know if you want to be on the podcast. Send us a message on Facebook. Who knows? We're you could be on open. the podcast one yeah, day. Yeah, you could be on a podcast. It's not hard. I swear. It's very easy. We'll slip it in easy. Do Don't worry. Do not be intimidated. It's not scary. You just bullshit. I can I can ease you up. I can rub your testicles. I can do whatever you need hey, to foreplay into. I'm the testicle rubber in this relationship. Okay, <laughs> then there he is. There's Sam. I guess he'll, he's willing to go further than I am, so. Yeah. I like this version definitely darker yeah all right we're done all right thanks guys bye Bye.